Hey, hey, it's Joey. Welcome to Clueless Guys Podcast with Bryce and Trent. Guys, what's going on? Hey, Joey. How's it going? Good evening. Good evening. Uh, I'm, here. I'm assuming Trent's late as usual. Shocked. No, so I, shocked think he, I think he had a rough night last night, but we really? might get into that a little later. Yeah, he. I seen that text earlier. Yeah, I was wanting him to clarify some things as to you know his his not. But if you I'm on the hot seat, yeah, the hot seat. <laughs> so, uh, have you got any feedback from last week's episode out there in Cleveland? Uh, I actually did get a little bit of feedback. Not much. Um, somebody told me that they liked the the podcast. I saw where we had a review on iTunes, so we're on iTunes now. We're on Spotify, uh, Anchor, and just about anywhere else you want to listen to your podcast. But, um, yeah, I got a little bit of feedback. Somebody told me that they uh, they liked it when we argued. That was their feedback. Nice. They like it when we disagree. They like it when we rag on Trent. So. Well, I mean, it's not easy to um... – I mean, it's pretty easy to rag on Trent because, I mean, he's generally always late and always has something stupid to say. Um, one of my one of, one of the feedback I got, they thought it was absolutely hilarious about Trent uh, being upset that he didn't get in a conversation on uh, should college athletes being paid uh, because where he just went to Salem. Yeah, and, and I mean, shout out to Trent. That, that's great. But uh, number one, we were talking about basketball. Yeah. Um, I don't think any – you don't really hear much about college baseball at any level to where they're no. in a discussion of making millions of dollars for their, you know, their university or school or whatever. But the the main thing is obviously March Madness with the money that college basketball players bring, uh, you know, to their university. So, but, yeah, shout out to Trent. Um, hopefully he joins us at some point. But, yeah, he uh, – He'll get pretty butthurt over over something like that. He everybody knows how much he loves baseball, and well, he was a four year starter at at a at a college. So obviously, you know he's a, he's a good baseball player. But uh, yeah, he's as far as ragging on him, he's a pretty easy target. Um, and people they don't hesitate to tell me things we get wrong. So. You know what I mean? For example, last week we were talking about uh, quarterbacks and everything, and they said, uh, they said, well, Joey said Peyton went uh, number two behind Ryan Leaf. He went number one. Hell, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. I don't know. So, you know, they'll get on to us about things that we get wrong, but obviously we don't care or check. We're just – we're going to get a lot of things wrong, even tonight. Absolutely. And, you know, that's – that's our motto, you know. We kind of just go with the flow, have a good time doing it, right? Right. As we say, unscripted, unedited. I just woke up from about a four-hour nap and turned my phone on to recording this, so I'm still about half asleep. Uh, we don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. We'll get in some things. We didn't get any recommendations on what we should or shouldn't discuss, but uh, I'm sure it's going to be a good show regardless. Absolutely. And, guys, we're bringing the show to you again, commercial-free tonight. Um, we want you guys to be able to get the full experience out of hearing all the ads. Because, um, you know, we're not here to make money. We're here to just have a good time and um, talk about sports and all that good stuff. Also, um, something that came to my attention, um, well, to, both of our, to all of our attention, is music, uh, unfortunately, isn't able to be streamed across different platforms. Uh, for example, if you listened to the show last week on Anchor, you was able to hear music. But if you listened to it on iTunes or Spotify, you didn't hear it. And it was kind of like a long, awkward gap. And I do apologize for that. And also, I want to give a shout out. If there's anybody listening to this podcast that knows anything about uh, software production, video production, you want to join the team, Give us a holler on Twitter at Clueless Guys Pod, and uh, we'll see if we can work something out, uh, make the show a little bit more state of the art in as far as like production goes. Um, and again, right. 
just give us a follow in general on uh, Close Guys Pod on Twitter. Um, tell all your friends, your family, your neighbors. Tell everybody you know about this awesome podcast that we got running. So, uh, yeah. is there anything else you want to talk about in the introduction? No, I mean, obviously, we can use all the help we could get on, on production, and we thought we could plug in a song, and you know, it worked. We we might even get sued. Who knows? But we don't we don't check or care. Maybe uh, somebody wants to come on and make us up a little theme song. But yeah, Spotify would not play our music. Uh, I think they told us that we had to create our own song for the podcast. Is that right, Joey? Yeah, they said uh, you're more than welcome to create your own song if you want to. And I am the most uh, less musical person in the world, so you don't. Want I to can guarantee that. any listener would not want to hear any type of song that we could possibly put together. It would not be very good, right? But I'm sure yeah. if you ask Ron Burgundy, I'm sure he can uh, play the banjo and everything. Else. Uh, any song we we made though, it, it it's it would probably fit right in with the podcast as a whole. So I don't know. Maybe we'll look at that. Maybe just have like some. I don't know. My kids they like to beat um, forks and spoons over the pots and pans in the kitchen. So that's about the level of our podcast. So maybe we can make that our theme song. Well, hell, maybe we can get uh, maybe we can get the twins on and uh, have them sing and beat beat on stuff for us. Uh, they'll I'm just da- scream. I'm down with that. Yeah, they'll scream and uh, but yeah, we could get they'll, they'll hit on some pots and pans and. Honestly, it might be the best thing for this podcast. <laughs> oh, Lord. It All might right. be our uh, greatest strength if we have two one-year-olds just hitting on pots and pans. That sounds good to and me. We, we would be known for our theme song. Hell, these guys, these get, guys can't talk. They, can't, they don't know much of anything, but, man, their theme song is awesome. There you go. If you want to hear Bryce's kids uh, being on some pots and pans on a future episode, Give us a shout-out on Twitter at Clueless Guys Pod and say, hey, we'd like to hear the twins. And we will be more than happy to put them online. We can make it happen. We can make it happen. Also, uh, on tonight's episode, we got a guest. Um, his name is Justin Stavison. Uh If you're from the Logan area, you may know him. He just recently came here to teach from up north. Uh, I have no clue where he's from, to be honest with you. Uh, to the very top of the state. Um, he's a big football guy. He's got some hilarious stories for us. So uh, we'll be back on the other end of this break, and then uh, we'll get rock and rolling. Sound good? Let's get it. All right. We'll be back. Hey, hey, it's Joey. Uh, we want to send out an apology to everybody uh there was a delay in the podcast due to some technical difficulties on our end um as you know we said in the intro stavison was going to be a guest host on uh this episode (laughs) however due to those technical difficulties uh we're gonna have to reschedule his interview at a later date um but we are all back now uh bryce trent y'all here Yep, yep. We're here. Ron Burgundy, you finally showed up on time. You Made finally it. sent me the link on time. He's kind of, he's not happy about it either. So we're on a, in a Tuesday evening. Trent's mad North Carolina's playing while we're recording this podcast. So it, we apologize in advance if Trent sounds like he's in a bad mood. He's he's kind of mad at us. I will not I will not be in a bad mood because North Carolina is actually winning really big right now. Yeah, Who they I, play? Georgia Tech. I can they, tell that you're into the game because you're actually talking normal. You ain't talking like you're a freaking Yankee. <laughs> Joey, you really want to start this this week, huh? <laughs> you really? Want- I mean, I'm just saying. Where's Ron Burgundy? <laughs> hey, hey, it's there? Trent. I'm I'm here with Joey and Bryce. How, how's it going, guys? <laughs> it's going great, man. <laughs> Joey changed what, his Twitter what, name. What, why? Why in Why in the world? Every single time we come on here, and he's, "Hey, hey, it's Joey." That's his and, Twitter name. And then you change your Twitter name. Like, what a loser! Hey, man, you, you change your Twitter name to "Hey, hey, it's Joey." I don't think anybody's gonna know what "Hey, hey, it's Joey" is. Like, because nobody's listening to this podcast right now. Oh, really? 
<laughs> I know a bunch of people is listening, and they're pissed because we ain't got a freaking episode out. That's why you're having to miss the Carolina game so we can get this freaking podcast out. I'm not missing the, the Carolina reason, game. The reason that uh started out, hey, hey, it's Joey, is just to give it a little bit of introduction to you. A little what flavor, you huh? Hello. This is Ron Burgundy. I show up late for the podcast. Well, well Joey, dude, well, I, Joey, I got a phone call uh, like yesterday, and I was a little confused because I didn't know the number. But when I answered, they said, hey, hey, it's Veronica. And he said, I just wanted you <laughs> to let Joey know that I found his cowboy hat. I don't have a clue who Veronica is, um, but she does have your cowboy hat. I did you say hello to her let for you me? Know that. Did I did you say not. Hello to her for me. I did not. Only for Joey. I said, "Hey, hey." Joey says, "Hey, hey." <laughs> All right, man. Crickets. You got me. Crickets. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so right now would be a great time. If you ain't following the Clueless Guys podcast, go give us a follow at Clueless Guys Pod. Uh, go hit subscribe over on iTunes, uh, Google Play. Spotify, anywhere else where you hear your podcast. All right, so we ready to go, Ron Burgundy? <laughs> we are ready, Cowboy Joey. <laughs> All right, let's yeah, hey, that's it. the XFL name. That's it. <laughs> that's we my kicker it. name for the XFL. Cowboy Joey. We got it. Dude, I may have <laughs> to put a hold on the XFL career. I can't go into details as of why right now. Um, but at a later date, I may be able to tell you all why I'm maybe putting my XFL career on hold. But who knows? If Vince comes calling, offering the right money, hell, I'll go. We look forward to to hearing the news. Awesome. Very true. All right. So, guys, let's hear your favorite your uh, Super Bowl predictions. What y'all got? I'm I'm Brady. I'm I I don't think Brady's losing another Super Bowl back to back. I should say. <clears throat> oh man, you you can't not go with Brady. He, uh, yeah, you got to go with Brady, especially if you're betting money. I think the spread is two point five in favor of the Patriots. So, I'm gonna play devil. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm going with the Rams. Um, they're just such a high powered offense. Uh, they literally can score just about anywhere. But, I mean, then again, it's hard to go against a guy like Brady um, just because he is the GOAT. But um, if he can get beat by Big Dick Nick, the backup quarterback for Philadelphia, I think Jared Goff may have his number. And here's the thing with the Rams. So, they won the NFC Championship with Todd Gurley getting four carries. That's it. Right, and C.J. Anderson getting, you know, the 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 load on carries. So, I mean, so that shows, I mean, they they can win. I mean, they're deep, and they've got a lot better defense than Kansas City has. What He put up 37 against Kansas City. Um, so, I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a challenge for Brady. It's not going to be a breeze. It's, it's going to be a good game. I look for Edelman to have a big game. Uh, I think Brady's going to look for him often. So I'm gonna say my score prediction. I'm going thirty twenty four Patriots. I think that I'm going to go about twenty one eighteen Rams. Oh, I think I think it's going to come pretty close. Yeah. See, and, and I feel like both of them's you know g- gonna score. So I'm going to go a little bit higher than both of you guys. I'm going to say 38-30. Pass. So you think that the Patriots? Do you think they're going to score more on the Rams than they did on Kansas City? Uh, how, how much did they score in Kansas City? Thirty-seven. Again? I believe thirty-seven. Ah, uh, it's it, it's tough. Um, but but I'm I'm going to stick with my <laughs> score and I'm going to go thirty-eight thirty. All right. We got to think of something that, that the loser or winner gets. Trent, just for the record, is the Cowboys going to win it all next year? Um, They have just about as good as chances. Uh, the Patriots uh, in all honesty, so, what, what do you, you predict know. the Cowboys do next next season? 
next season, um, I can see him probably getting to the playoffs, uh, but then they're going to run into the Rams, you know, at some point in the playoffs where they, you know, play in the first round or or whatever, um, or the Vikings. I mean, you know, I I think the Vikings are going to have a a big year next year. You know, I think it was kind of a down year for them. Kirk Cousins is getting settled into Minnesota. Um, but I, I do think he's going to have a, a lot better year next year. So I, I do look for the Vikings to have, you know, a, a very successful year. Um, like the, you know, last year, the last year Vikings. Kirk Cousins is a bum. Um, um, I agree well, with that. He's a bum. My least favorite player in the league now. I was so excited again <laughs> in Minnesota this year, and it was as usual. If if there's any Minnesota fans out there, it's, you're used to it by now. It's just always a total letdown. Do Do you like him less than uh, what's his name, Blair Walsh? Is that Blair is that Walsh? Who it is? is my least favorite football player of all time. <laughs> We're not getting into that. <laughs> Joey, who who is? Do you have a prime candidate who you want to see in Green Bay next year for the coaching position? Coaching position, honestly, I'd love to see Greg Williams uh, come in as coach. I was disappointed that he didn't get the job with the Browns, especially after leading them to uh, such a great season. Um, Hell, they won a game, so it was a great season. But um, I think that he can get the job done. I think that he could have got the job done in Cleveland, but he wasn't given the opportunity to. Um, For circumstances, I have no clue why. Didn't he get in some trouble a couple years back when he was with the Saints? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to look that up. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I heard somebody say that. I don't know. Uh, as per usual, we don't fact check anything, so it's hard to tell. And I might just be thinking this off the top of my head. Um, you know, I'd like to see some changes on defense. Uh, Green Bay secondary gets killed. Game in, game out. Um, we need an upgrade at the running back position. Um, overall, I'm hoping that this year's draft will fill some of these issues that we have as a team. But I don't know. It seems like year in, year out, we have these same problems and they don't get addressed. That division is, is really tough, too. I mean, the lines still suck. But now the Bears – the Bears were awesome this year. So you got Minnesota. I mean, anytime Green Bay, well, they finished third out of four in the division. So with Aaron Rodgers, so that just tells you how strong the division is. Uh, so yeah, they need to get somebody in there who can get get them turned around and get them back to where they were. Yeah, and I mean, especially for the you know the amount of money that they're paying Rodgers. Uh, if you're going to pay that much money for a guy, bring him some help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hell, I'd be okay with Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell <laughs> showing up in Green Bay. That's a lot of help. <laughs> I know that's a big circus and train wreck, but, I mean, if it's going to win some games, I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. I, I got a question. While, while we're on Green Bay and, and Aaron Rodgers, who do you who do you take, Brett Favre or Rodgers? Brett Favre without a doubt. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There's no question yeah. about that. I, agree. I love I, – let me tell you what, in my opinion, made Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers. And this is something that um, a lot of teams don't really necessarily do anymore. But I think this is what helped him a lot was Aaron Rodgers sat under Brett Favre and was able to develop and, you know, learn from the GOAT. Jimmy Garoppolo, is that his name? Yeah. If he yeah. would. Joey, Garoppolo. did, did, did yeah. you all hear, did Joey cut out? Yeah, I yes, got a, he did. I got a phone Joey, call. I'm sorry. Uh, you had you had to repeat that. Um, guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, um, given the opportunity, if he would have been able to stay under Brady for a couple more years, man, what an elite quarterback he could be. But he, he still but, could be. We don't know yet. He got hurt. But he was under Brady for, like, what, two, three years? I don't even think he's under him for that long. Garopp- Garoppolo. Garoppolo, yeah. Yeah, Gar- Gar- Garoppolo was under Brady for 
and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was under there for a few years, you know, a good amount of years. Yeah, he was. So, uh, I mean, he, I mean, he, he stepped in and, you know, stepped up real big when Brady was suspended and, you know, one of four games, you know, however many it was. So, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, however you say his last name, you know, I'm going to call him, call him Jimmy G. You know, I, I think he's, he's a solid quarterback. You know I mean? He just got hurt and he's playing for the 49ers. Look, we did with the 49ers last yeah. year. Um, so, so I, I don't think that him being, I mean, obviously it's going to make him better you know, being under Brady a few, a few more years, but I don't think he needed it. You know, I, I think he was ready when he stepped in. See, he just happened to get see, hurt. I was thinking that he'd only been there for some time. But, like, you know, I was saying, like I was saying, we haven't got to see the full experience of what he has yet, okay? Yeah, he went He went in that trade, and they started winning games in um, San Fran. And then, what was it, week one, week two, he got hurt. When they hadn't won yeah. a game. They hadn't won a game. Exactly. Him. And there was, there was so, no real so major he's, changes. He's going to win. Other than him coming when he's back, When he's back next year, look out for San Francisco. They're going to have a good team. He, he was – I think he was under Brady for like four or five years. So, he – and then he won those games for New England when he came in. I mean, you could argue that, oh, well, he was playing under Belichick. But – then he he's winning games in San Francisco. San Francisco lost him and their running back Jarek McKinnon that mm-hmm. they they gave a big contract to. They lost both of them. So when he gets back, and then they got George Kittle as their tight end, who is slowly becoming a, a top three tight end easily. Um, they're going to be tough. They're going to have a good team. Right. So, All right. Like Jimmy G. And and and. Don't they have uh, Richard Sherman on uh, on defense? They might. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure that uh, either is either Antonio or Le'Veon said they wanted to go out to San Fran and play. Uh, <clears throat> one of them wanted to go to Miami. The other one wanted to go to San Fran. If either of those end up on the 49ers, watch out. Yeah, they're going to be tough. I'm telling you that team. Mm-hmm. That's I think it, so. I think that's kind of all three of our sleeper picks for next year. Yeah. The 49ers, I mean, I think they, they make the playoffs and maybe win a game or two in the playoffs. Yeah. Let's get off Green Bay for a second. Trent, let me ask you something. Do okay. you think Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback? Right now, no. Do I think he can be? Yes. Um, but right now, he is not you know, elite quarterback. And in his rookie year, they were comparing him with Brady. You, you can't compare him with Brady. You know, I mean, he, he hasn't done – I mean, obviously, it's his, what, you know, third, fourth year in, in mm-hmm. the league. You know, I mean, he, he hasn't – you know, he hasn't accomplished anything. I mean, he had the really good rookie year. You know, things were looking, you know, up for him. And then he had the down year, and then he had better year, better year this year. Um, I, I think he can be a very good quarterback in, in the future, you know, once he gets some more experience. So how many years do you think it's going to take for Dallas to get that elite quarterback? Because every Dallas Cowboy fan I ever hear is, you know, we're Super Bowl bound, which I get it. You know, I I talk crap every year Green Bay is winning it all. In reality, they're not. Right. I think Prescott, Scott, which he's not there yet, but he kind of reminds me of Steve McNair. And he was, mm-hmm. You remember him for the Titan for the Titans, and he I think he passed away. So rest in peace to him. Yeah. But uh, that's what Prescott kind of reminds me of. I think he can be a pretty good quarterback. In yeah, he reminds me of a lot of a Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can get it done, but I just don't know if he is an elite quarterback. And personally, I don't know if he ever will be. That's just me, though. Throwing that out there. I've not ever been impressed with Tony Romo either. Well, see, Prescott will uh, never be judged fairly from either side because people either like the Cowboys to the extreme to where they think that he's the next Joe Montana, and then on the complete other side of the spectrum, there's everybody else who hates the Cowboys who won't ever give him credit that he deserves. That's the way I look. He's never going to be judged fairly because it's going to be – with the Cowboys, it's always one extreme or the because other. Because Cowboys fans are so right, obnoxious. Right. Well, Joey, you were talking about Romo. The only thing – Romo gets backlash because of the fumble he had in the playoffs 
on on the the um the the kick the you know, on, on the PAT. That's that's the only it was not the bump fumble. <laughs> it, was, see, it was not the hey, bump did fumble. Did you see that game though? Romo, I can't remember what playoff game it was. Romo was like calling every he play calls before every they single did. play. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. He was Listen. like, "This is about to be. A, this is about to be an outside handoff. This is about to be a fake reverse." He just called everything. He was like, "Grock's gonna be open across the middle." Like he called it all. Yeah, That's and crazy. and I besides to, that, Romo sucks. I I used to I used to dislike Romo, you know, a lot. But when I actually sat down and watched him play, he really Trash. is a a good quarterback. You know, just his reads, everything. I mean, he's he's. You know, Calling plays up there, you know, calling plays, you know, for I don't say calling plays, but he's, you know, determining what's happening in the future. You know, that's that's not even his offense, and he's doing that. I mean, so so he is, he was that very knowledgeable of the game. That makes him a smart quarterback who's knowledgeable about the game. That don't mean he's good. Romo, at, at one point in the league, maybe even a couple years in the league, he had he had the highest QBR in the league over any quarterback. Um, so I, I do think he, he was a good quarterback. I, I saw it now, obviously I'm going to be a little biased towards the Cowboys, but I, I do believe he was. Ramos do you think Ramos is one of the top quarterbacks the Cowboys have ever had? Top have one, ever top had? three, top, top five, top. Do you think he's top, top three? Top, top three, No. Because you got Staubach, Aikman, and uh, there's somebody else I'm thinking of, um, but I, I I can't think of them right off the bat. There's now I'm not through Bledsoe. No, no, um, but I I do think he's top four or five. <clears throat> yes. All right. Well, we got our Super Bowl picks. Me and Trent got the Patriots. Joey's got the. Um, the Rams, so uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll go either way. So just, I'm just so sick of talking about the daggone Cowboys like the rest of the world. So let's just move. Thank on. God, dude. I'm I'm just sitting here. I got a headache just thinking about the Cowboys, and I keep hearing Weedin' Boys. Jeez, when when have you heard me say Weedin' Boys, Joe? I haven't heard you say it. I haven't okay. heard you say okay. it, Twint. With all the other obnoxious assholes I have. <laughs> okay, so so you cannot come at me saying uh, we them boys, you know what 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 the hell is a cheesehead? That's what I want to know. Um, what is a cheesehead? Somebody likes cheese. You got you 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 just a cheesehead? It's their helmets. Trent, if you knew anything about the uh, area, there is a lot of cheese production. In uh, Green Bay, yes, Wisconsin. Th- there is. I and and I know that. I didn't know that. I just thought it's because their helmets are, but the color of cheese. Yeah. But they just decided they're gonna call themselves the Cheeseheads. I mean, it's just about like uh, you guys proclaiming it your America's team when nobody in America likes you. We are not claiming. <laughs> uh, everybody in the world claims they're America's team. Like, like they, they have been America's team for a while now, Joey. So, you know, you, you can go on and think that the Packers are America's team, whatever, because Packers fans say it all, we're America's team, whatever. I've never heard well, one Packer fan say know, that. Um, I, I, I have heard the Packers being in that talk for a, for a while. Hey, Trent, guess what? You suck worth crap. What's that? What's that, Joey? That's all right. He's so worth crap. So does Cowboys. That's all right. <laughs> I, That's I all seen right. this meme the other day. And it said pictures of the uh, Cowboys' last winning season. And uh, it was just a floppy drive. Like it a, was a what? It was a floppy disk. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I do, and and that's uh, you know that's that's really relevant because they you know they went what eleven and six this year. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joey, everything you're saying about the Cowboys, you know, is is irrelevant. How's so, it irre- how is it irrelevant? Um, because Cowboys have been America's team for a while now. 
Um, you know what? What else are you saying? Um, but who made them America's team? You, 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 you're talking. You, you're talking about. Uh, I, I don't know because it's been it's been so long ago that they made them America. Who team made them America's that, team? America you know, I, freaking hates the Cowboys. America hates the Cowboys. Yes, so, just as so, much as they so hate Bin Laden. So everybody in America, everybody that you know, <clears throat> hates the Cowboys. Majority of people, yeah. Majority of people, but not everybody, right? Am I right? I mean, everybody likes something every now and then. Just depends on what it is. So, so, so now you're changing it back to everybody. So you got everybody, majority, or everybody. Which one? Everybody. Everybody. So, so it's not the majority. I've not. Other than you, I maybe know four or five Cowboys fans. Yeah, name them. Dude, I'm not. You can't be name dropping people on the podcast, man. Okay, well, I mean, you just you, you're all you always want to bash the Cowboys, you know. What I mean, you know that's and that's hey, fine, we're... and 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 that's that's fine. Go ahead, bash them. You know, bash them all you want. Um, you know, I mean, people hate the Cowboys because they were, you know, they've been America's team for decades. So, you know, that's that's fine, and and it's just like the Patriots in. In uh, in this area, everybody hates the Patriots because they win, and back then the Cowboys won all the time, so they become America's team, and everybody hated them. You know, and that's fine, you know, because everybody has a right to their, you know, their, their opinion. Oh my God! Let's let's move on to another one of Trent's teams, the Lakers. That's another obnoxious so, fan base. So, Anthony Davis, as we know now, he's. He said he's getting out of New Orleans. He wants out. He's not going to re-sign with them. So, there's been three teams mentioned that could trade for him. The the Celtics, the Lakers, and the Knicks, which I don't feel like wasting anybody's time to even talk about the Knicks. Uh, So, Trent, with the Lakers, what would you like to see the Lakers give up to get Anthony Davis paired up with LeBron? Um, see, that's, that's kind of a a tough question because, you know, I don't know the way, you know, magic is, is thinking, um, you know, who who do you, who would you be willing? I mean, so, so they got Kuzma, Josh Hart. I, I, I I don't, I don't want him to give up Kuzma. Um, you know, they're not getting AD, they're not getting AD without trading him unless they wait, unless they wait because, and he just signs with them. Right, right. But somebody's um, going to trade for him because New Orleans isn't going to just let him do that. Yeah, yeah. Now, the the rumors are Lonzo, uh, Ingram, Kuzma, um, and I think uh, first-round pick. I, I think that's what they – you know, that's that's the rumor, and I've seen other stuff, um, you know, with, with different scenarios. Lonzo's um, camp is saying he doesn't want to play for – the Pelicans, because they already have an established point guard in, in Drew Holiday. Um, if so, I'm he, New Orleans, so, so he's I looking for Zubac. another team. If I'm New Orleans, I want Zubac. Well, well I I think he was in the, the talk of Will at one point. And, and that's fine. They can have him. You know, I'll, I mean, he's I, – I like him as a player, but, you know, I mean, they, they can go ahead and take him. You know, if – it's – it's so I don't – I don't really know who uh, – would want them to give up. You know, I would actually have to sit down and actually think about it. Um, well, we've named the five players that are going to be options. Right. So, I mean, would you would you be willing to see all five of those players gone in order to get AD paired with LeBron? LeBron, Rondo, Lance Stevenson. Right, but Michael practice shorts Beasley. <laughs> I – Probably so, you know. When it happens, be like, oh, you know, we just got Anthony Davis. You know, I mean, that's that's awesome. Um, but it's how long is Anthony Davis going to be in LA? You know, I mean, he's going mean, to be there forever. If I'm the Lakers, I don't trade nothing for him because he's going to sign with them, regardless. Well, trades for him. Well, they thought that of Paul George too, but Paul George, you know, liked it in. Oh. OKC, so you know he he stayed there. Um, but that's a rare circumstance. And, like and 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 it is. Um, but you know, and if if AD comes, 
You know, apparently Clay Thompson is interested in joining the Lakers too. By all means, have at it. Grab a grab a D. Get get uh Clay Thompson. You know, if if the whole thing with Kyrie's true, you know, wanting to team up with LeBron again, by all means, go for it. I mean, I he played for Duke, but that's okay. He can come on over. Play for plays for the Celtics. I hate the Celtics too, but hey, you know. We're all. I'm all for it. You know, if, if all you these guys can want I to come, come in on this? Yeah. What, what do you right, think? So if I'm the Lakers, I'm giving up. Uh, what's his name? Kuzma. Yeah. Kuzma. I mean, he's young. <clears throat> he's going to be an All Star one day. Um, if he's not already this year, I, I haven't kept up with these stats that much. I know that sometimes whenever I gamble on DraftKings, I do use uh, him because he is consistent about putting up boards, getting boards, and putting up re- and uh, scoring some points. But you got an established guy like Anthony Davis. Um, I, he's Kuzma. He's going to New Orleans. Uh, Lonzo Ball. Literally, I'll trade him for a bag of rocks. I think he's the most obnoxious, overrated point guard. No, 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 no. no. Co- correction: His dad is obnoxious. That's why everybody hates him. No, I think his dad. Okay, personally, but, personally, 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 I like not Lonzo. Playing. Right, right, right. But, but personally. As a player, I like Lonzo. I got to side. I got to side with Joey on that one. I'm getting rid of Lonzo and all the baggage. Plus, yeah, he's not that too, good. There's too much baggage with him. And in all, in all honesty, would we even be talking about Lonzo still if it wasn't for his dad and how obnoxious he is? No, he would have drifted off into the no man's land or the CBA or something like that. Um, there are times he goes out and he scores maybe one point, two points a game. Okay, you can say, well, what about Rondo? Rondo may not score that much, but Rondo, it'll be nothing. <clears throat> you know, sports here and see that he dropped 15, 20 assists. What is Lonzo bringing to the team other than baggage and distractions? He's a big and baller. He's not that good. Yeah, he's not even that good. Honestly, if it wasn't for dad, he wouldn't even be talked about still. That's just my opinion. I mean, dude, dude, hold on. You're, you're talking about Rondo getting all these, uh, you know, all these assists, which he does, you know, because that's that's Rondo. But the last game Lonzo played, now he's he's hurt now. But the last game Lonzo played, he had 11 assists. Okay. So 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 you can't tell me that he's, you know, he's not getting assists. You know, he's not getting assists like Rondo does. He's getting double digit assists, and then he's. You know, putting in, you know, put put putting in, putting in. Okay, so you got so so, and and I'm just reading you off his his assist here: eleven, ten, six, eight, six, eleven, five. So you're telling me he's not consistently putting up, you know, the those those numbers. Lonzo doesn't even deserve to be in the same conversation as Rajon Rondo. No, never. And and Rondo and, for the longest time, Rondo, in my opinion, was the best point guard in the league. I think he is a – I'm going to watch what I say, man, but he's easily a top ten point guard all time in my book. And, and top five. And I can agree 20. with that. But but Rondo 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 is not Celtics Rondo. Now, he's still Rondo, but I don't think he's Celtics Rondo. But here's my thing. Anybody running point on a Lakers team with LeBron or anybody that's got, you know, high-scoring players – you're able to put up those numbers. <clears throat> Hell, Eric Snow, I'm sure he had high numbers when he was the point guard at Cleveland. Do you remember who Eric Snow is? Probably not. Yes. Oh, okay, you do. Yes. What about uh, all these other dudes? Uh, that, Eric Daniel Snow Gibson, was in – Another prime example. Eric Snow was in Philadelphia with, with AI. Yeah, he was he? with AI. Yes. And he, in the later end of his career, he got traded to Cleveland. Let's, let's be honest. LeBron James is running the point when he's playing. LeBron can run any position on the field. It, you can so, put LeBron at point. You can put LeBron at center. You can put Kevin Durant at point. You can put Kevin Durant at center. The NBA is changing. Dude, I I could put up those numbers if I had LeBron on my team too. So what's I get all kinds of assists if I had LeBron. Okay, but 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 you're saying that <laughs> because. You know, Lonzo's not very good, whatever. That Rondo, you know, 15 assists. Well, okay, Lonzo's getting up double, double digits assists too. Right. So, 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 you know, you're basically saying, 
you know, like all these other guys are putting them up. Okay, yeah, that's that's fine, you know, because they can because they have LeBron on their team. But, I mean, I, I don't know why you're telling me he, he can't put up these. Lonzo's trash. Lonzo's trash. Let me tell you who I would take over. I would trade Lonzo Ball right now. Swear man to God. It's, I mean, you know, I'm not a GM by any means. I would trade him for Ricky Rubio. What are you doing? A guy like Rubio. <coughs> Who could shoot the ball. I wouldn't do that. Numbers and all that. I would not do that. No. Now 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 Rubio is is a good player. Yes. Okay. But I'm not I'm not gonna trade him for Lonzo. Okay. Man, I'm just so sick of, of all these NBA players. And LeBron started it all when he went to Miami. This this teaming up garbage, man. I'm just so sick of it. The I agree. The I like the Warriors until Durant went there, and I at this point I hope the Lakers. And I'm not at all a LeBron fan, but I hope the Lakers get every good player in the league, just so the Warriors can lose and Durant can start his Twitter rants and whining around and and go. He'll probably join the Lakers. You can't deny though that the Warriors. A, when they built that team, that is the best built team ever from a draft. Yeah, that's why I like you know them. I, that, that's why they were fun to root for, the Warriors. They were, they, they were fun to root for. And then Durant, he's up – what was he, up 3-0 on him when he's with OKC yeah, yeah. and lets him come back a win and then yeah. joins him next year. I'm just – I just lost all respect for Kevin and Durant. See, there's a difference in LeBron leaving Cleveland for Miami and – uh, Durant leaving OKC for freaking the Warriors. The the current NBA player that I respect more than any of them is Carmelo, because Melo year after year he didn't care about nothing but making money. I mean, yeah, at the end of his career when he he knew he wasn't going to make the money that he used to. So he's trying to join up to to get a title or whatever. But back in his prime when LeBron and all these guys were teaming up and trying to win, Melo's like, yeah, do whatever. I'm staying in New York. I'm getting his bread. I, I love Melo. Melo just got his money, got his max contract, which LeBron did too, but LeBron would get that anyway. Dude, see, I, I always hated – I didn't hate, but I mean, I just didn't like Melo. Just because at the time, back in the day, there was such a big rivalry between LeBron and Melo, and I've always been a LeBron guy. But now that Melo's yeah. at the end of his career, and I was talking with somebody about this the other day, I would love nothing more than to see him team up with Curry out in Golden State just so he can get a ring. Because I feel like if he doesn't get that ring, that it's going to define him as a player overall in history. And um, I'm afraid that you know it may go against him in a Hall of Fame. Because think about guys like um, John Stockton. Where are they remembered at? Stockton didn't get a ring. Carl Malone. Malone didn't get a ring. If they would have got a ring, I feel like personally that it would just elevate their career to a whole nother level. Yeah. Melo is going to the Lakers. Melo will go to the Lakers. LeBron, the the tweet he sent to Kyrie has got to be – the weakest move I've ever seen from a superstar athlete. Where he tweeted that rewind song. Yeah. And Kyrie, Kyrie's probably my best, my, my favorite player in the league since, since AI. Kyrie's my favorite player. Man, I hope I respected him so much for leaving and trying to do it on his own. You know, I'm not playing under LeBron's shadow. I'm gonna go and get it done with another team. I'm that good. Even if he's not, that's what he thought in his head. And man, if he joins the Lakers again, I don't know. I might actually be kind of happy that, especially if they beat the Warriors. But that was that was a weak move, Joey. You and I know you're a LeBron fan, but what do you what do you think about him tweeting that song to Kyrie? I mean, dude, tweet that to your girl, your wife, or I mean, don't tweet it to an ex-teammate in the middle of the season when you're not even playing and you're sitting on the sideline drinking glasses of wine with Rondo. As a Cavs fan, and I, yes, I am still a Cavs fan. Um, compared to the rest of y'all that's jumped on the bandwagon with um, the Cowboys and the Lakers. Um, Who's jumped on the bandwagon with the Cowboys? Everybody does. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Everybody does. Okay. All right. So, all right. This it aggravates me because it makes me wonder why. Like, 
you know what I mean? As a Cavs fan, I'm like, you could have had this. You chose to leave. You chose to leave. Cleveland could. Who, Kyrie? Yeah, Kyrie. But LeBron was leaving anyway, and I think Kyrie knew that. Do you think – do you honestly think, though, that LeBron would have left had Kyrie stayed? They would have won another championship. They would have moved some pieces around, got Shumpert out, uh, got J.R. Smith out. Uh, Brian, yes. LeBron was leaving. Look, look, LeBron was leaving. LeBron is looking at the. He knows he's at the end of his career. LeBron wants to like. He's getting into the Hollywood scene. He don't even he's, care about basketball anymore, right? He's, right. He's right. Made, trying to make movies. He's he, pizza joint off. You know, he ain't even yeah. worried about basketball. He's not worried about it, man. He he opened up the school in Akron. Um, no, so so yeah, he's not thinking about basketball. Yeah, of course he wants to win another championship. Um, but he's he was he, had he was in, out there. He was right, regardless. Right, he he's in a he like voices a character in a kids movie. He's got the Space Jam too. He was in um, another movie. I I don't remember what it is. This guy is thinking life after basketball now. He was not staying in Cleveland. He was going to L.A. regardless. How hilarious would that be if Space Jam 2 came out and the Monstars beat the Toon Squad with LeBron to, to show <laughs> that MJ's better? <laughs> that would be hilarious. But um, And I don't want to get into the MJ versus LeBron thing because we'll be here all friggin' night and then yeah, we'll have tons of hate mail. But all I'm going to say is look at the Cavs now that LeBron has left and look at Jordan's Bulls whenever he left. LeBron's not uh, – Cleveland they, has they don't fell have apart. Kevin Love. They don't have Kevin Love right now either. Even if, right. even if they did have Kevin Love, they wasn't going to amount to nothing. I mean, let's be honest. You got him, you got Tristan Thompson, you got Colin Sexton, who's putting up some good numbers as a rookie. Um, but they've just completely fell apart. But if you have Kevin Love, that adds scoring to your, to your offense. Like, get – K-Love's going to put up his numbers. Yeah, he'll still put up his numbers. He put up his numbers in Minnesota, but they couldn't make the playoffs. Yeah, we're starting to get into the Jordan-LeBron debate. Yeah, we'll save that for another episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. All right. So, well, well, we got one more topic you guys want to touch on and then start to wrap it up. Yeah, that sounds great to me. Um, Did y'all watch the Fire Festival movie on Netflix? Yes. What are y'all's opinions on it? Fire Festival. Um, I watched them both. There's one on Netflix and one on Hulu. So, if you haven't watched it, please go watch it. It's very interesting. It happened, what, 2016, 17, something like that. But this guy, Billy McFarlane, um, basically with his, his partner, is Ja Rule, and they get this idea to throw this big festival, this music festival on this um, Bohemian Island that supposedly was um, Pablo Escobar's. So he gets all the you guys know. Do you guys watch? Yeah, it, I right? watched the Netflix one. Yeah, watch the. Uh, I've watched bits and pieces of the Hulu. I'm actually going to try to watch it tonight. Uh, the Hulu documentary. Um, yeah, so long story short, he scams all these, all these kids out of money thinking they're going to this music festival. Um, but it, it's really interesting. What what do you guys think? Your take from it, you know, favorite part, you know, most shocking part. I think he, I think he had to do it, and he was like, because he had borrowed all this money from these banks, and I think he was just scared to death that he, he didn't know how he was going to pay it back. So. You know, all these people think they're going to villas, and he's got them staying in hurricane relief tents. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's in prison now. He got six years. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but but while he was out on, on bond, he did it again. You know, he was scamming, scamming. people again. Yeah. yeah. See, my, my favorite line, my favorite part in that, in that show, I don't remember if it was on Hulu or Netflix, but one guy said, Everybody loves camping until it's a surprise. <laughs> I, I died laughing when I heard that part. Oh, Dude, man, it, I lost Just imagine it. being stranded in another country on an island. Like, they're just standing there with their bags. There's nowhere to they sleep. They couldn't find half their bags. Yeah. 
Yes, man. And right. Like, Mattresses are soaked. So... They didn't have return flights. Dude, let me tell you what I love about this movie. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel for Billy the first part of the movie, okay? I think at first, if I'm not mistaken, he actually had Pablo's Island, right? And then... Yeah, he was there. And then, supposedly. Yeah. And then like, once they started um, publicizing that, you know, the owner of the island was like, we ain't doing this. And so, you know, he was screwed. He had all this money, no resort. So he ended up in that Sandals place. What I find hilarious is the idiots have paid $50,000 for these villains <laughs> to go see Blink-182. You deserve to lose your money if you're spending that <laughs> much money to go see Blink-182. And Migos. I like Migos, okay? So I can't hate on Migos, <laughs> but I mean... And Lil Yachty. Huh? Lil yeah. Yachty was supposed to be yeah. there, too. All the music acts back out, so nobody, no music act is there. They all back yeah. out. Well, wasn't it uh, Pablo Escobar's, like, attorneys a or whatever that said you cannot advertise this as his island? Yeah, yeah they told was, him not to do yeah. it, and he kept doing it. They paid Kendall Jenner 250000 to tweet out Fire Festival, like, go to Fire Festival. They paid her two hundred fifty grand to tweet that. They had all these models on the island. They were taking pictures of them to advertise it, and they had all these these young millennials, rich millennials, thinking that they were going to party with these superstars. And when me and my wife was watching it, me and Hannah was watching it, and she was like, you know, she said, if that was us, we would just be so excited that we were in the Bahamas. We wouldn't even worry about the hurricane tents. We would be out on the beach <laughs> doing whatever. Like, they hated it because they, you know, they had all this money. But we'd have been pumped. We'd have been walking around. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I probably would have, too. Like, you know, I'd have, I'd have definitely just took it in. But I'm in the Bahamas right Did now. Did you see the food? Absolutely. Yeah, that cheese sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> they had like a hey, $6 million hey. contract for food, and they just handed these people a box I'd, with a piece of bread I'd, and cheese. I'd have gladly eaten that cheese sandwich. Well, they said Billy, when Billy needed money, he would just fly back to the U.S. And they were like, they never knew how he got it. And he'd come back with like $3 million in a bag. Yeah. I seen where, because um, I did like a quick Google search of uh, Firefest the other day. And I seen where some of the models that showed up were actually getting sued. And, and they had to testify in court. Yeah. Overall. I, yeah, I saw that. Like they they were there were a bunch of people talking about all oh, these models should you know give the money what they paid or whatever. But personally, if if I'm a if I'm a female and I'm a model and somebody says, "Hey, here's Trent, all do you want to be a female for, model? No, but you know, <laughs> Trent, do you want to be a Cowboys just, cheerleader? Just 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 <laughs> in terms, you know, like like just just think about it. Like if somebody said, "We'll give you X amount of money if you shoot this commercial for us." In the Bahamas, okay, no questions asked. Right. Well, they right they now, weren't we even just... telling them that. They weren't even telling them that. They were just there partying with Billy and Ja Rule, and Billy had a cameraman there just taking pictures of them partying. Like I don't even know. I'm sure eventually they knew, but at first it just started off as a big mm-hmm. party with cameraman. You're under a legal binding contract. Once you do that work, you know that's it. Those models wasn't in no wrong. The people that helped work for uh, Fire Festival, they wasn't in wrong. They were doing the job that their boss told them to do. And they, on them, that their boss was crooked. That's the way I look at it. And as, as disastrous as it was, I think Billy knew, and I think so too, there was a small chance that even though they just had hurricane tents and cheese sandwiches, there was a small chance it would have all worked out because people's there drinking I think he spent, what was it, like $9 million on alcohol or something crazy like that. So he's, so there, everybody's there drinking. And if he could have got the musical acts to really come, I mean, you're out there drunk in the Bahamas. I mean, yeah, you're in a tent, but, and Migos is on the stage performing. You know, that that could potentially still turn into a good time. I think that he took it from the concept of like Woodstock. Which I'm, I'm not, yeah, yes. I'm not real familiar with it, but they showed Woodstock in the uh, documentary. You know, it was this big hippie um, concert back in the day. Uh, there was a couple of people overdosed and died, and I think that Billy went at it with the mindset of, you know, as long as you know everybody's having a good time, nobody gets hurt, nobody dies, it's a success. 
Yeah, and Woodstock was kind of a disaster like that too, but the difference in that is Woodstock is all these free-spirited, peace, you know, whatever hippies. They didn't yep. care. They were out And Firefest had yeah, trust fund babies. They were zooted and booted. They, they were out their mind. They didn't know what was going on. So, you know, they were just having fun. And, but these fire festivals, like you said, these fire festival kids, they were, you know, they expected to be in a private $50,000 villa in the Bahamas. Trust fund babies. Yeah, the only people right. that go to so, see is Blink-182 for $50,000. Yeah. Can you name two songs from Blink-182? I couldn't name you one. I can only name one that said I miss you song. Um, that's the only one I can think of. Uh, I'll tell you, there was there's one song that's pretty good, but I I can't think of it. I tell you one thing that I did pull from this documentary, okay? And I really felt bad for Billy McFarlane up until the very end, okay? Because I feel like that he really wanted. I think he had the best intentions at first, okay? I feel like, you know, he wanted this show to go on. He spent all this money he's in over his head. Um, and, you know, a disaster occurred. We get it. However, what got me thinking, though, this dude's absolutely shady, is whenever he was out on bail and he told that cameraman, he said, just start recording. And, like, he starts sending out all these emails to people that had signed up for Fire, uh, Firefest. And was like trying to get him tickets to the Meta Gala, uh, backstage exclusive with Taylor Swift, trying to scam all these people. The Masters. Uh, courtside at Madison Square Garden for the Knicks and dinner with LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, it became a absolute scam. Yeah, and people were, I, I'm sure he got some people with that. I guarantee he, it. He did, because I think they were talking about Tell it. Tell if he can get people $50,000 182 I guarantee he got people with this scam as well. So if you watch, if you guys go watch the Hulu, Hulu paid Billy McFarlane. So he's given an exclusive interview. Like it's all from his perspective. And at one point he gets pissed at him and he's like, uh, he's like, what all, what have I lied about? Name one thing I've lied about. You can't do it. But then it just flashes back to all these videos <laughs> of him. lying. Like, <laughs> he says like at one point he's like, uh, he, he's talking about fire. His company fire with Ja Rule on TV. He says, uh, he says uh, we're a uh, we've got over a hundred million subscribers right now, and then it like flashes to how many he had he had five thousand subscribers. Dang. I, you can't I, name I one don't, thing I lied about. I don't think he was implying about like like his past. I think he was implying about that interview. That's the way I took it. You know, as like you know, what have I lied to you about? You know, like just talking in the interview. Yeah. But uh, overall, you know, I I was impressed. Um, and we need to – have you all heard about the Ted Bundy um, docuseries? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I yeah. might watch that tonight. I've, uh, I watched the first episode, um, like the first little bit, and I fell asleep because uh, it was school night or whatever. But it was really good. Uh, I know everybody's yeah, talking about it. Yeah, we need to watch it. that. And then they're coming out with the movie with Zac Efron is playing Ted Bundy. Yeah, I think that'll be good, yeah. too. I think that'll be really good. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to watch that. Stay tuned. Maybe in the next couple episodes we'll discuss that a little bit and watch that. Everybody get disturbed. and Yeah. I heard about another documentary on Netflix called Abducted. It's supposed to be super disturbing. So basically I think it's about um, – this guy befriends this family. He's like a pedophile or something, but he, uh, he befriends this family and abducts one of the girls and brings her back like 30 days later. And she's in love with him and convinces the police and her parents and everything to not press charges against him. And so it's just crazy. So I heard that's on Netflix too. I might have to watch that, but yeah, I I have to watch that. I don't really care. That's kind of getting a little too messed up for me, but I don't know. I might try to watch it. I have to check it out, which I still haven't seen Bird Box. I'm like the only person in America that hasn't seen Bird Box. I have not seen it either. That it, it's freaky. Yeah. I thought it was a good good movie though. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly's in. I was it. telling my kids in class the other day. Uh, it was a news. It came across the news. Some idiot out. I think in like Utah. 
this is how you know how everybody's doing these bird box challenges and all that. We have so many challenges these days. Anyway, some idiot out in Utah or somewhere decided to put a blindfold on. Thought it'd be a great idea to drive down the highway. Jeez. And they, as expected, they got in a car wreck. And they do that in the movie. Yeah, they could have easily killed somebody. Um, but that's just you know where we are as a society. Uh, internet clicks and everybody want to get famous and trying to start podcasts and stuff. But you know, who knows? <laughs> What's with everybody? What well, is with everybody? All right, you guys about ready to wrap this up? I think let's, let's wrap. I think it we've up. had a good, um, a good episode. I have a headache from hearing about the Cowboys so much. Trent, who's winning that Carolina game? At least my name's not Cowboy Joey. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. XFL. I have no clue what you're talking about. So we need to go ahead and stop. No. No more XFL nickname recommendations. We have one. Yeah. So, hopefully, Joey has some news for us um, as to why he can't make it to the XFL. We'll hear about that. And, uh, yeah, see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Um, like I said, you know, that'll be a little bit before I can uh, talk about that. Um, about some stuff that may may happen and, you know, may not happen. Who Who knows? Keep it on the back burner. Uh, I'm keeping it on the back burner. Um, I'll let you guys know personally uh, off the air uh, what's going on, but uh, we'll see. All right, so uh, I appreciate you guys sticking in listening to us. Uh, I apologize for the technical delays. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And give us a subscribe. And until next time, has anybody got anything they want to shout out? Say, Trent, how's your baseball, how's your baseball team coming along? Um, we're coming along good. We practice uh, Saturday, but uh, we we've only had one practice so far. I've had to cancel the past two weeks, but uh, we're we're gonna be pretty good this summer. I'm trying to get some more guys in. Is this at a high school level or is this college level? Um, no, it's it's high school level. Uh, they'll which this summer will be 14 hundred, so they they'll be going into ninth grade. Nice. Um, so it's. You know, just have them until they graduate high school and they'll probably get a new team. I think Trent's going to give me some baseball pants and pay me 50 bucks a weekend to go sit in the dugout and chew sunflower seeds. So, <laughs> looking forward to that. Trent, if I make a trip to Cleveland, can I come sit in the dugout during one of your games? You cannot. Well, screw you, dude. So it's supposed to be negative 32 <laughs> here tomorrow. It's supposed to be negative 32 here tomorrow. All right, man. See if I ever support your baseball team again. Well, I guarantee I can put together a team, beat your team. When, I guarantee you can't. Uh, we'll see about that. I guarantee I you, you cannot. I you up on that offer since you just pissed me off. Trent, if I ever Joey, you anything, I would always welcome you around my team. Because, Joey, you, you because don't even, I look at you You, you don't even know what person. a slaughter is. What? You don't even know what a slaughter is, so why would I ask you to come sit in my dugout? I don't know to hang out. Spit sunflower seeds. Well, that's teach your boys. That's not what it's teach for. your boys life lessons. Put on the route, flip your hat inside out, and do chants from yeah. the dugout. We could lead chants from the dugout. Yeah, Trent, you don't know nothing. We can tap. We can tap our bill with two fingers and then roll it out like we're shaking dice or something in it. We can. <laughs> do I guarantee I can spit sunflower seed a whole lot further than you can. Oh, man, you know that's. That's good to know, man. That's that's a good accomplishment. Yeah, we can we can get that. We can get the bay. We can sit over there. Hey, man, I mean, that's we can get the squad doing that. You 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 guys would be the fans of off the comebacks. You know you know what I'm talking about the fans that always come to the game. The only ones there. No, except we're in the dugout. We're coaches. We're not. Fans. No, I'll be a fan because Trim will let me come hang out in the dugout with you because he's playing for the fan, freaking fan. Little League World Series. Fan for the other team, huh? That's all right. Trent, you, Joey, Trent, you really won't listen, let me. Practice your rally cap. Practice your rally cap. And we'll we'll work on our baseball lingo. I, I do want to wear my baseball legs up, though, Trent. I know everybody wears theirs down today, but I, I like to show my socks. No, so, we, uh, we, coaches don't wear them, so y'all get good. us some turf shoes. Trent, I got you. You really won't let me send a dugout with you and your team.
Joey, hey, I will let you, you sit in a dugout. It, hey, can so we get one of those? Crying. Can we get one of those real puffy, big coaching shirts? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like the slick material. A, a BP jacket? Is that what you're talking about? Let's get something like that. Give me a fungo. I'm not going to hit any balls with it, but I'm going to carry it around over my shoulder. <laughs> um, I'm going to take at least seven trips to the concession stand. Yep. And we'll just hang out in the dugout and start the rally chance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can we do that, more, more power to y'all. Go, go for it. All right, guys. Let's end this train wreck. Sound good? Yep. All right. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Clueless Guys Pod. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Anchor, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere else you listen to your podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Until next time, we will see you later. Share a tweet. Stay safe. Stay warm. And we'll see you next week. Cowboys suck. <laughs>